humans, welcome to Palin' Around, the official Uppercut podcast. Here we'll be focusing on video games, fandom, pop culture, and how they all interact through the internet. I'm your host, Jessica Howard. And this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, so we recently made this change on our Patreon. We talked about it on our Twitter as well. Um, Palin' Around Generally, like the the format of it was, we would always have like some guests come on and we talk about some big like relevant cultural topic, um, whether it's like crunch in the industry or, you know, I I don't know. We do spoiler cast. You you guys know you listen. Um, so <laughs> we're we're changing it around a little bit. Um, the second episode of the month, so it'll always come out later in the month, um, is going to be us talking about the games that we've played recently. Um, it's going to have the uppercut cast on. We might have guests on sometimes, but it's going to be more focused on on just just uppercut. Um, we're talking about the games that we've played. We're going to talk about things we're excited for. It's going to be a lot more uh, game centric. So um, with me today, I have uh, Ty Gillies Rowe, uh, editor in chief. How are you, Ty? Hello. Um, I'm good. I had a very chill Saturday and I did not play a single fucking video game. Fake gamer. Jealous. Just vibing. Not a, not a game in sight. Not a game in fucking sight. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, I can actually see my copy of The Witcher 3 right now, but I didn't play it. Um, we also have with us uh, one Kayla Joette. Um, how are you, Kayla? Hiya. I'm, I'm sleepy. I'm great. I also haven't played any games today because I worked at my job and then came home and took a nap. So and, and yet you're still sleep. The eternally sleepy, honestly, is like a mood, though. I yeah, like I me. think. Well, also, I think on like almost every podcast when y'all are like, "Hey, Kayla, how's it going?" I'm like, "I'm sleep." To be I fair, if <laughs> you- Kayla's persona should be a koala bear. Oh, that's cute. Sure. Or that a sloth. Um, yeah. And to be fair, aside from Monty, who very recently made the move east, um, you are like the the latest time zone. So I feel like a lot of times when we do these podcasts, you know, like for instance, it's 7.50 here, but that means it's 9.50 for you, which is yeah. fair. Like we're, we're getting into fairly late. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so thank you for, for being around, Kayla, and bearing with us. We love you. I love you. Every, every podcast with you is, is a joy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also, we all, speaking of joys, we also have uh, Andrew Cogswell with us today. Hello. Hello. I'm ready to talk about indie games that I've been playing. What's funny is actually, um, out of all of us, my games list is the least. I think like indie games. I played some some big some big beefy AAA boys. Yeah. I mean, Um, to be fair, I kind of did too, which is a bit strange. Mm, yeah. Uh, so Andrew, if you're if you're repping the indies, this is this podcast yeah. is all just topsy turvy. I got a, I got on my back, you know. <laughs> got the team on my back. Gonna um, carry this podcast to indie world. Well, since you're carrying the podcast, you want to start us off. You want to talk about some of the games you've been playing? Yeah, I do. So, um, th- I've been playing. I've been playing this for a little bit now. Um, it's an indie sleeper hit called Sid Meier's Civilization VI. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> up. God. You and fucker. Let me tell you the story of Genghis Khan and his conquest of the giant planet using giant death robots. 
because that's what happened in my Civ game. I was Genghis Khan, and I built some death robots, and I took over the world. Um, no, it's actually, like, all jokes aside, like, I love Civ. I've loved Civ for years, and I've been playing it a lot, both by myself and with, like, uh, my, my, my friends. Uh, every week we have a game night, um, because we all live far away from each other, so it's a nice time to just like hang out and chill and we all recent well they all recently got into civ because it was free on epic and we all got so into it that we all bought the expansions when they were on sale um and dropped like 30 bucks on all like the the season pass or like the ultimate edition um excuse me and uh yeah the so i got the gathering storm or the rise and fall dlc first um which adds in I'll say weather um and some like some new sieves and stuff like that um and then i picked up gathering storm which also adds like six new sieves and then the governor system mm. um i want to double check this hold on um because i want to i like the idea i didn't realize that there was an expansion that added weather to the game that actually yeah. sounds I, at first like you said that and i was like that's like some sims shit like the sims add no. weather and stuff but if you think about it that actually makes sense in Civ, and, like, that can make the game a lot more interesting, because, you know, like, during the winter, you might be short on food, like, it might make combat different, like, different units can, like, traverse through snow, and you know? It's not weather in that regard. Um, oh, I'll explain it here in a second. Um, it's still very interesting, but I messed it up. Uh, Rise and Fall added in Great Ages, Golden Ages, and Dark Ages, the loyalty mm. system, which your like cities can rebel against you and claim independence if you don't make them happy enough. Mm. Um, and Governor is what you can put in cities, and they give cities like certain perks based on the Governor, and you can upgrade the Governors. Um, then Gathering Storm added weather, which later in the game you have to power your cities to keep them running. Mm. And if you're using like coal that generates co2 for the whole planet so water will start to rise in the oceans you'll start to see more storms and volcanoes which will ruin the area around them so if you're next to a volcano your city can get just like messed up um rivers can flood which causes like your tiles to be useless at first and then eventually they grow better crops so it's like a risk reward kind of thing um and eventually, like, if enough people are, like, you can declare emergencies. Uh, if somebody's generating too much CO2, you can, like, yell at, like, as a collective, yell at them and be in-game and be like, hey, you need to cut back on your resource, or your, like, CO2 shit. And if they don't, they can get in trouble. And eventually the planet can just, like, die um, if you guys don't oh. curb it. Um, and eventually you can switch, like, nuclear uh, power, which doesn't generate any CO2, but you have to maintain the reactors unless they explode. This sounds explode. so stressful. <laughs> no, it's dope as hell. Um, like, I love Civ, but you're talking about that, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. It's, like, that's just it's mostly, too close to real life now. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, but no, it's actually not that bad. It's actually, it's it's super fun, and it's not, it's not as stressful as I make it sound. Mm. Um, it's very manageable. Uh, but yeah, um, Gathering Storm also added in uh, World Congress, where people uh, like all the civilizations can meet and vote on different perks um, okay. t- or like curses against certain civs. So that's a lo- it's a lot of fun. Adds a ton of new civilizations. Um, yeah, I've been adoring Civ and like be- like getting back into it because I really got into Civ Five for a while in college, and now being back into it is awesome. I love it. Um, playing another indie game from this baby studio called nintendo i think i'm pronouncing mm. that right um i need uh, you to fucking stop <laughs> i've uh, heard I, of that one i've had don't this encourage like, him 
I've had this bit planned out since we decided we were doing this. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm playing... looking at your fucking list right now, Andrew, and I hate that you're like, oh, DLC, or not DLC, I just read the word DLC. You were like, indies, and now I'm looking at this, and I'm like, you're a fucking liar. There's one, there's two indie games on this list. Um, anyway, I've been playing Paper Mario and the Origami King. This is the last one I'm going to like talk about in depth. Um, mm. It's really cute. The battle system sucks, and it's a real bummer because the rest of the game is absolutely adorable and charming. Uh, but the battle system just really, really makes me not want to play the game. Mm. Um, but, like, the characters are cute. The story is cute. The world is cute. Um, there's, like, holes in the ground. And since the world's made of paper, you just throw confetti on it. And it fixes the holes. And it's just... It's just... it 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 It's the closest I've felt to a hug since Mario Odyssey. But, like, it was... It feels more like a pat on the shoulder just because of the combat being not great. And honestly, just really boring. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I wish I, I'm like I got it from GameFly for a free trial, so I'm glad I didn't like spend money on it. Not that like I'm telling you not to people not to buy it. It's just like it's not tickling my fancy like I was hoping it would because I was really looking forward to it. Which is interesting because I feel like um, everyone I've seen on the timeline who's playing that game is super super into it. Like I said, I really like the story. I like the characters. I like their interactions. The dialogue is hilarious and cute and really, really, really charming. But the battle system, just like, there was was one point I was going through like a ninja dojo and it was just battle after battle after battle Mm. after battle. I was like, this sucks. I've heard that game is like surprisingly dark too like lots yeah. of like death and grief yeah like there's <laughs> like like i'm probably like two-thirds or two-fifths of the way through and there's been some like grim moments I'm like damn mario mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah but like it's but like it sucks because like i wish i could just turn off the battles and i'm not like that in games like mm-hmm. i know games like final fantasy 7 and like final fantasy 9 the re the, like the, re- the ports or whatever have like uh, turn off battles options like i'm not that person but like the battles don't do anything for you because you don't gain experience anymore like you did in the other Paper Mario uh, games. Yeah. It's just, you just get coins. And it's like, you get coins from so many or other sources, it just feels like padding to make the game longer and like to give you some conflict. Um, so, yeah, I... Yeah, it's a bummer. Hmm. But, um, I also played the Avengers beta last weekend. Um, that was neat. Kamala Khan for life. Uh, Iron Man sucks. Play it, play that out of all of us. I got a code from the Verizon thing, but I didn't play it. Okay, I know yeah. that's that seems up your alley, Kayla. So I didn't know if you played it, it or not. It definitely does, but also like I don't know. It's weird. So many things about that game seem up my alley, but everything I've heard slash seen about it, I'm like, no. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I guess I'm gonna wait until it like fully comes out. Um, and then I'm most definitely going to play it and get into it. But uh, the beta wasn't, like, screaming to me. Mm-hmm. So, Kayla, there's a free beta this weekend. Yeah. Um, for everyone. Like, last weekend it was specifically for P- PS4 people, um, which obviously you have a PS4. But, like, it is open beta this weekend for everyone. Okay. Um, so I still haven't installed it. If you want to jump in and play a little bit, like, tomorrow, I'd be down. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, I'll try it out. Because, like, I, I went into it not expecting much. Like, I'm like, this game looks like Dookie. Um, I, don't another, <laughs> I don't need another game as a service. Like, the the character models look really gross and ugly. And just, like, I'm kind of burnt out on superheroes in general. 
Um, after after today, I'm not. Thanks, DC fandom. Love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was not going. I was not expecting much. But like, I had fun with it. Like, is it like the next great video game franchise? No, but like, it was way more fun than I expected. And like, as I said, playing as Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel was super fun. Um, playing as the Hulk was fun. Black Widow was good. Thor and Iron Man both I didn't care for at all. But yeah. Mm. But um, I think it's, it's definitely going to be one of those things where I feel like every person's going to have like that character they like. Yeah, for sure, especially with all the DLC that leaked of like all the characters that are coming, they're adding everyone. Um and I'm excited to play with people. Like I haven't I didn't play with anybody during the beta last weekend, so I'm excited to play with people when it comes out um cuz mm-hmm. Ty and I both got a free copy. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um and then real quick just burn through it. Been playing Pokémon Mystery Dungeon on the Switch. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, I like it's, it. It's cute. I just like I put it on auto and just kind of like let them run around and like fight when I have to, and so like it's very mindless for me. But it was fun. It was fun to play while uh, after, right after I had surgery because it didn't require much focus. Yeah. Um, and but, they're chubby uh, and they wear bandanas. Yeah, mudkip <laughs> for life. Chubby um, babies. Chubby uh, babies. And I named my rescue team Team Uppercut. So. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. That's cute. That's yeah. very cute. Um, I've been playing the uh, I've been playing Control, the Foundation DLC, because mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the AWE expansion this week. I think. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah. To... I think it's like the 28th or something, right? Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. It's soonish. Um, but yeah, yeah, trying to burn through the Foundation really quick just so I can be caught up. Uh, I've been playing Humor Fall Flat, also with my same game night friends. That game is great, especially with the more people you have. We've been playing with five people. It's a blast. It's awesome um it's i chaos. always get i get that mixed up okay so because gang beast is the one obviously where you're like on the buildings and shit and just trying to push each other off the map yeah and then now we have fall guys which is like obstacle courses what human fall flat i freak i know i've played it but like what's yeah. the thing it's also like those sack puppety looking people right yeah it's like it's like the like the weird like goofy physics um but it's just it's like a platformer like you have an objective you have to get to the end of the level uh, but you can work together and like there's different ways to get to the end and like you can load up your friend in a catapult and launch them and then they can go open a gate and let you in kind of thing like it's it's really so it's a fun. bit more like cooperative yeah it's for sure cooperative but okay. you can also just like fuck with each other and like if somebody's trying to climb a wall you can jump on their butt and like hang on to them <laughs> so they can't climb up um, as one does yes um, so yeah, and you can customize your um, character. Um, and you, I'm playing on PC. You can take a picture with your webcam and put yourself on your Fall Guy. Um, so I took a very great picture of my face and just plastered it all over my Fall Guy um, or my Human Fall Flat Guy. Um, so just a great picture of me just running around. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, playing Cuphead with Jess. That's been fun, if not frustrating. Not because of playing with Jess, but just because Cuphead's frustrating. Um, I still hate that parry mechanic. And then real quick, last one, Halo. Uh, Played through the first campaign for the first time since, like, maybe 2003. Um, Yeah, and it has aged like dookie. Um, (laughs) Story's cool, but, like, gameplay is not great. Uh, But luckily it's very short, so, yeah. How long is it? It's, like, eight hours. Yeah, if... Yeah, actually, it is eight hours. That seems right. It's, like, eight to ten hours. It's not long. And, like, the second half is way better than the first half. So yeah, I agree with that. The first half feels very generic. The second half is good, um, or better, I should say. So, hell yeah! yeah. Uh, and I'm looking forward to Control AWE. Looking oh. forward to Avengers. Well, oh, are we we'll, going into we'll, that right now? Yeah, no, we'll we'll go to the looking forward okay. later on. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Well. Sorry. Get, no. Getting somebody, excited. So, <laughs> sorry, let's go. <laughs> um, okay, we're gonna we're gonna throw this ball. Actually, Andrew, do you want to throw the ball? I threw the ball to you. Who do you want to throw it to? Next? Um. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna throw it to Ty because I want to talk about Luigi's Mansion with them. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Um. I bought Luigi's Mansion three for the Nintendo oh. Switch Entertainment System. Yeah, you did. Um, and then, like, literally less than a week later, it went on sale, and I was furious. Um, yeah, but that's did. a different story. Uh, but I like it. Um, I've never played a Luigi's Mansion. Um, but So, like, I, I can't compare it to the other ones, but, like, I'm having fun with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, damn it, this is, I was talking to Grace earlier about kids horror and how I think I actually, like, my favorite genre of horror might actually be kids horror that's done really well, um, cause Luigi's Mansion 3 honestly kind of reminds me of that, uh, Goosebumps game that I streamed earlier this oh, year. yeah, yeah. yeah um, but, like, sure. like, more polished, obviously, cause, um, that Goosebumps game is a little bit wonky. Um, it's crazy they don't, that, like, they don't got that these- intention. Oh, so they don't got it, that Nintendo money. <laughs> it's crazy that an indie game or a studio like Nintendo was able to polish that game so much. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, but I really like the idea of um one, I think it's really funny that the whole conceit of the game is that this ghost uh hotel heiress lady, like had such a big crush on King Boo that she fucking cask of Amontillado'd uh fucking Luigi and friends um yeah very funny like um extremely good and also like I I don't know it's just fun I like just walking around I like uh fighting the ghosts um I don't feel overwhelmed uh it's like a good level of like a little spooky but but like pretty manageable pretty combat is pretty good um it feels pretty balanced um mm-hmm. and yeah i just like the vibes of it like i like the spooky hotel it's fun how far are you like, um, like do you remember like what floor you're on and stuff i think i just got the button for floor three okay so that's um, still early on i think right yeah, yeah i think i'm only early. a few hours in how, yeah because i think bought? there's there's like 15 okay. floors or something I yeah. have fought a couple bosses. I fought the okay. bellboy one in the parking garage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then I fought the like the maid who goes through like the multiple rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um okay, I, I was just curious cuz like there was one boss in particular that Justin and I like were oh absolutely stumped on. You're coming up to one- it too. Yeah, you're coming up to it. It's fairly early on, and like I remember, we both just just got so frustrated. We went to bed. And it was the next morning. We woke up and we're like, "Nope, oh, we figured it out." Like it was one of those situations mm-hmm. where like you just sleep on it and then you're fine. Um, but yeah, I was I was curious if you got into that part, but you haven't yet. So, um, yeah, excited to does to Luigi's, talk about that. Does Luigi's mm-hmm. Mansion Three have multiplayer? Uh, is it just couch co op, or can you do online multiplayer? It is just couch co-op unless you're doing the scare mm. park, which is like mini games. Then it's oh, that's a bummer because I was going to say I would love to play with you, Ty, because I feel like um, I feel like it, it would still be a super fun experience uh, single player. But multiplayer, like that's how Andrew and I played it. And it was, it was yep. really good. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I remember both of you saying how much fun you had. Um, so I am bummed that it's only 
couch co-op because I've had a couple people be like, oh, we should play. And I'm like, we can't. Yeah. Because it um, is like because I mean, the way the game is you, you play as Luigi and you play as Gooigi. And I'm guessing with single player, you probably just switch between the two. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, but when you do when you play co-op, obviously, uh, one person controls each and um, it, it still works super well. Does it does it work really well, the switching back and forth in single player mode, Ty? Um, it's fine. It has like a pretty long range. Um, like you can be pretty far away from each other and like be doing shit as like Gooigi or Luigi. Um, I mean, I'm still pretty early, but I haven't really like found it to be like t- tricky yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really glad you're playing it because that was one of my favorite games from last year. Um, and it has big tie energy, so I'm really glad yeah. you took the dive. Uh, even if it did go on sale a week later, that sucks. I'm sorry. It's um, okay. I... But yeah, like you, when I found out you were playing, I was just like, "Fuck yes, let's go!" Yeah, um, I'm having fun. I like it. Um, I am a big fan of when franchises embrace their horror elements and really run with mm-hmm. them, and this is definitely that. If you ever get a chance to play the first Luigi's Mansion, I definitely recommend it. What um, is it on? Yeah, it was originally on GameCube, but it is on. If you have a new 3DS, I think mm-hmm. uh, you can play it on there. Mm. I have a 2DS, um, I think. Yeah, so unless you have a new 2DS, then you wouldn't be able to play it. I think um, it's the new one. It's like a clamshell one. Oh, yeah, then you might Oh, yeah, like, that's, well, the, we'll that's d- the new 2DS. You can play it on there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so you can buy, like, a copy from, like, GameStop or whatever and play it. It's very, very good. Um, yeah, Luigi's okay. Mansion is, is a fantastic game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, after it's a, one, I will do it's, that. It's very, it's like gameplay is still very similar to Luigi's Mansion 3, um, but it's not as big in scope. Rather than having like these hotel floors that are like completely different, like cool areas, um, it's mm-hmm. really, it's just going through like a haunted mansion. Yeah. So you'll have like, this is the parlor, this is like the ballroom, um, like this is where the like. The nursery, like the yeah, library. Yeah, like you, ha- you have rooms like that, but it's just a big mansion. It's all, it doesn't have like the fantastical elements as much, but it's really fun. You're kind of just learning a bit about like this family and this, this mansion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely okay. recommend it. Love like it. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a, the way they're very fun games, but yeah, I'll uh, let you continue, Ty, because you have some really good games on this list. Um, so my next game actually is an indie game for real. Um, and it's called Parkosaurus, and it's from Washbear Studios. Um, and it is a park management sim game uh, in the vein of like a roller coaster tycoon or a zoo tycoon, uh, but with dinosaurs. Um, and the lore is basically that dinosaurs are f- not from Earth. Um, and they crashed on Earth, and so now you have to take care of them. I had no idea that was the premise. I assumed it was some I, Jurassic Park shit. I did I, not yeah. realize there was a, they were outer it's, space dinosaurs. I I can't tell. I think the premise is actually the more I think about it, there are like space there there are definitely space dinosaurs. Like the beginning of the game is there are dinosaurs in a spaceship who crash on the planet. And then, but there's like a mechanic with a portal where you dig up fossils and then you make, so I think the space dinosaurs crash and give you the technology to then like do a Jurassic Park type thing. Um, I think is actually what it is. Um, and yeah, so you, 
like there's a tutorial park and then each of the there's like a world map and like each continent has a different like a bunch of different levels that you can play and each of them have like a different conceit like on the Mm -hmm. north america uh one which is the one that opens first there's like um an abandoned park where like someone started building a park for dinosaurs and then just like left it so you have to like fix it up and get it going and there's like different goals that you have to hit as far as like making the dinosaurs happy and earning a certain amount of money and stuff and then like there's another one where um the whole point is this guy wants to like open a dinosaur reserve on his um property but he doesn't want to mess up this like really elaborate like hedge maze that he has so (laughs) you have to like equip the park with enough like seating and stuff so that people don't get tired um and then there's like a bunch of goals based on that um and so all the levels are like that um and i do kind of wish they had just more of like a generic campaign mode um Mm. just because like once you get the hang of it it's pretty quick to hit those win states and then like obviously like you can keep playing like it gives you the option to keep playing once you like quote unquote beat it or whatever but i don't know i have like gamer brain in that way where i'm like oh if i if i beat it then i should be done but I don't want to yeah. be done so soon. So that I'm like, eh. Is there like a sandbox Kinda. mode where you can just build a park? Um, I know there's like a custom mode where you can okay. like create your own like, like game rules. So I think in theory it would be kind of like that. Okay. Um, but I like it. It's fun. You um, obviously like build the exhibits and then you make like biomes for the dinosaurs based on what kind you have um oh, I, I love that that makes me think of like the zoo tycoon games and doing yeah that. Mm-hmm. and then like you um you make money by like selling concessions and stuff and like merch but also you can put like donation boxes everywhere and then like mm-hmm. when people see the dinosaurs they donate because they get excited um and so like i learned for example like they have to have actual line of sight. And so, like, I started making concrete barriers for all my dinosaurs because the Triceratops were fucking up my fences. Um, mm. And you have to pay to get them fixed. And then, like, two, if they break them before the janitors fix them, they can break out. And then they, uh... Hell yeah. They kill people. <laughs> Jurassic Park, this bitch. Yeah, they they do exactly <laughs> that. It's really funny. They, like, ragdoll around and, like, there's all these little people running around, like, screaming. It's very funny. Um, but I didn't want that to happen, so I replaced all my fences with concrete, and then I was like, why isn't anybody donating? And it was because mm. the concrete makes it so people can't see them so that they don't mm. donate. So... Yeah, so I've switched to uh, making fences that are uh, wooden or, like, the metal see-through ones with uh, concrete corners. Um, But, yeah, and you have to, like, make sure that you're giving them enough food and, like, you have to hire enough people and all of this, like, is dependent on you getting money. And then you do, you know, the, like, kind of, like, Civ-esque thing where you, like, generate science points. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can spend on upgrades, and then you also generate heart points, which are based on like how many happy dinosaurs you have. Um, That's cute. And those are also used for like upgrades and stuff. Um, and yeah, it's just fun and like it's like pretty like low res. Like like the art isn't like very detailed, but it's like a lot of bright colors and stuff. And it's just like pretty chill, you know, to just like fuck around and try to get different dinosaurs and stuff. Um, 
And yeah, and like it's fun to just like learn it. Like I put, I I got an Ova Raptor and then I got a Velociraptor, and I thought that they would be friends, um, and then they tried to kill each other. Nice. I'm actually so. looking at the art for it right now because I hadn't. I missed your stream that you did, and it's really cute. Yeah, I like it's, it. It's cute art. I like it. Like it's honestly not as polished of a game as like um like a zoo tycoon or whatever, but it's just it's really fun. Like Monty's been mm-hmm. playing it too because we both got codes for it. And like one, I was so happy because she called me to talk about it because she had a question, and I was like, yes. Um, <laughs> That's fun. That's but adorable. then um, yeah, like we've both just been playing it, and it's just like. It's just so chill and nice. Like even if it's not, yeah. like both of us been like, eh, like we, this part's like maybe not great. Like sometimes, like it, it's a little confusing. Like as far as like what to do in certain situations or whatever. But um, like it's still just really fun and nice. And like it's it's not trying to be like the next big thing in Park Sims. It's just like literally just like yeah, it's just a theme park thing. But you gotta take care of dinosaurs. Yeah, I'm curious. So, um, everyone on the podcast have have do we all have experience playing like tycoon games? I fucking I do. love tycoon yeah. games. Yeah, I would say tycoon games are fucking awesome. I was gonna ask everybody, what's your favorite tycoon game? Can I go on? I that? I loved when I was a kid. I played Roller Coaster Tycoon like every day. Yeah, and my favorite thing was like making my park so overcrowded to where like. <laughs> There was throw up all over the floor and everybody was walking around either nauseous from the throw up and like or pissed off at the throw up. Like it was just you would be able to like zoom in on all the people and like go down and see all the people who are pissed off. And then I'd put the people who are pissed off all like on one roller coaster. Like I'd line them up for the same roller coaster that would like crash. It was like I was a nightmare. That's so you're a fucking that is just monster. the most chaotic energy I've ever heard. <laughs> that was those. Those are the days. That's so funny. Uh, I don't know if mine's like considered a tycoon game. It's more of like it's like a simulation game mm-hmm. kind of situation. Um, and it might not be my favorite, but it's one I've played recently and I really like it. Uh, Frostpunk. Um, mm. So you have to. I mean, it's it's a tycoon game in the same way as like you have to make people happy and balance like resources and stuff like that. I thought that was um, more of like a isn't that more like Civ? Like that was more of like a strategy game, like a, an RTS. I mean, there's there's strategy in the same way that like there's strategy in Roller Coaster Tycoon and like Zoo yeah. Tycoon. Like where do I place stuff? Like should do I have the money to buy this upgrade? Um and like trying to meet goals. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not like Civ because like you don't build other cities and stuff. And like like I said, it's it's weird because it's like a simulation tycoon kind of thing. Um, yeah. And genre. There's like an anyway. element. There's an element of like those tycoon games and games like that though, because like thinking about like yeah. playing Age of Empires and Age of Mythology, and then there was like the Lord of the Rings one that I can't remember, but it's it's basically the same thing. It's like something yeah. Earth. but and they all kind of do have like that tycoon element. Yeah, and so like Frostpunk, the whole plot is like, um, there's like the Earth has gone into an ice age, and you are a group of settlers from England, and you find a furnace. And you have to build your city out from the center of the furnace in a ring. So everything's ring-based instead of grid-based. Mm. Um, and you have to keep everyone warm enough so they don't get sick and die. And like there's morality. So it's like, hey, we have children. Should we educate them? Or should we 
have child labor and it's like well if i need the workers you might want to do child labor but if you don't need the workers you can do education but like, there's a penalty for education so like there's morality in play there um which is really fucked up and yeah like it's it's really fun and really interesting it's hard as shit so i really mm. like it but yeah i played a school tycoon that was my favorite kind of a weird one no. i also movies. liked school tycoon i didn't a- even know school tycoon was a thing Oh yeah, School Tycoon was was a thing. I remember buying. I like sucked it. at it though. I God, I'm gonna see if I can find images of it. Yep, that's it. School Tycoon. Yeah, you made a college. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. You didn't say the movies, Jess. The movies isn't a tycoon game. I mean, is I guess it, it kind it's of kind is. of. I yeah. fucked with those. I loved that one. Like the the one where you like managed a movie theater and you could yep. like pick the oh. movies i was so good at that game i made so much money mm-hmm. I no, was the, movies like the movie is... studio one where you like make movies and you yeah. like, hire the, the right actors and you, like get the right scripts and stuff like that and like yeah yeah i guess that's that what is, i, was talking I guess that yeah, is kind of a tycoon game uh, so okay if that's the case then probably the movies um honestly and that was another like lionhead game and lionhead for me and this is funny because it actually goes into tight next game. I, I fucking love Lionhead. I love the Fable games. I love Black and White. Yeah. Black and White too. I love the movies. Um, they were they're probably actually one of my favorite or were. Wait, Lionhead made Pokemon Black and White? No, no. no the uh, game Black and White. There's it's like a god sim. It's a you you play literally as a god. Um, and you get to pick like this pet companion. It's this giant like I don't know. There's like a giant hyena and a giant cat and stuff like that. And you get to pick what type of god you are and like how you want your people to worship you. And like you get to do favors and miracles for them. It's 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 a really fun game actually. I don't know how you can even play it now, but I, I don't think you really can. Somebody called the NES boys. We need to do an episode where uh, Lionhead makes Pokemon black and white. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'll throw, I'll throw it back to you, Ty. I was just thinking about tycoon, tycoon games and how fun they are. Uh, yeah, I, I, to answer your other question, uh, my favorite was Zoo Tycoon. Hell yeah. Uh, and I fed my visitors to the animals. Uh, yeah. Can you do that in Parkasaurus? Uh, no, you can't pick up the people as far as I know. Mm. Uh, if anybody, uh, knows otherwise correct me but uh as far as i know you can't pick up the visitors but if (laughs) if you put your paths too close to the enclosures uh they will reach over and grab people (laughs) i love that shake them around i love that so much Uh, also if they get out they will grab people and shake them around (laughs) perfect that's fair yeah uh it's great i it's yeah like it's not a super fancy game or anything but it's just like fun and nice i liked it it sounds it's it like looks it and sounds i continue cute. to like it <laughs> um uh, but, any other games uh yes but so going back to your good transition uh i at the beginning of the month played uh some fable 2 which I had never played before. Mm-hmm. And I like it less than the first one. Yeah, there. Mm. Um, and I think it's mostly just because like I don't like the way that they try to blend like the 
industrial revolution with fantasy whimsy shit and also like being goofy um it just like did not land for me it also feels a little bit more on the rails than uh the first fable did um and i feel like i've gotten into like less goofy bullshit like i've not had the equivalent of fighting werewolves uh in my underwear yet in fable Mm 2 and that's a little bit disappointing (laughs) uh but the dog is good uh 10 out of 10 dog Mm, yes um i don't really the gun is weird it's a weird choice um i get it because industrial revolution but i'm like yeah it's fine (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's whatever yes i what's funny to like for me is i remember i think i played the order in which I played them, I think, was Fable 2 first. And then I can't remember if 3 had come out when I started 1. or I don't remember which one came first, 3 or 1. I think it was probably 1 after that. Um, and for me, 1 felt like it was the most linear, the most on the rails, and like the most like less, like there was like hardly any bullshit. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just like misremembering it. But I think after playing 2 and then going to 1, I was like, oh, this one has such like a serious tone or like it's i mean it's still goofy but i thought it was more serious than two so it's funny that you you say the opposite well and i just like i yeah because i think like even like structurally the story of Mm. two is more because like the story of fable one is obviously like dark and sad right because it's like oh like these bandits came and like murdered your family and like your Mm. town but like that's kind of small potatoes versus like that's like you know like just like it's just kind of like small scale violence in a violent world, you know, versus like this man doing weird, fucked up, magical human experimentation and like trying to murder children over eugenics. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's like what it is. Um, it's a lot right off the bat. Yeah, no, that's fair. And like, if yeah. It's it's definitely like a higher stakes game. And I think the third one is even the same way. The the third one it involves like you being royalty, um, and kind of like a, a coup happening. I think like right at the beginning. If I'm if I'm remembering that correctly, I believe that's what, what happens. What the three? Yeah. Yeah, three is the coup. Yeah. Um, but three is very fun too because um, it kind of almost feels a little bit like a Dragon Age Inquisition. No. Um, in that like. I'm out. <laughs> I like Inquisition. Are... I, I love Inquisition. I know. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, but it has like it has the thing where you like listen to people's like, oh God, what's what's the fucking word from people visit you and you hear them out in your throne and you like uh, decide oh, what happens. The judgment shit. Yeah, like, but there's like a there's a specific word. Yeah, I don't remember it either. Like like taking counsel or something. I don't know. It's something like that. Oh, it's um, holding court. Yeah, yeah holding court. court. God, yeah, yeah that's, that's what it, it is. Um, but yeah, you can hold court, um, and you can like build up on on your castle and stuff like that. So it it reminds me a little bit of Inquisition once you get to uh, the hold. So yeah, you might not like Fable Three. Die. <laughs> no, Fable um, Three is my second favorite out of the three. Hmm. Fable One is my favorite. Fable. I actually didn't know that. Fable One: The Lost Chapters is the one that I played first, and it fucking slaps. Um, I never played the Lost Chapters. Very good. Um, it's like it's actually like the expansion. Like the expansion's funky, and I think it's like less good, but it it's just kind of wild. Um, mm. 
But yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Um, I haven't been back to it in a little while because I had to play other shit. But I'll I'll probably keep going with it for a little while. Um, yeah, like it's 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 fine. Um, but yeah, it's it's whatever. It kind of just made me want to play the first one. Um, yeah, but right. you know, um, tis what it is. Um. Real quick, I'm gonna. I want to bounce back to Parkosaurus really fast. Um, yeah. You like tycoon games, obviously. You love dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Um, check out Jurassic World Evolution. I think it might be up your alley. I just had like a brain blast and remembered it. Um, but it is literally the Jurassic Park games. Oh, he's like Jurassic Park as a game. Um, so it's similar to Parkosaurus, but um, obviously on a bigger budget. Uh, but yeah, you might like it. Okay. I recently passed uh, something on the timeline that was really funny, and someone was saying they should make a workplace comedy, like like TV show, um, based on like six weeks before Jurassic Park happened. Jesus, <laughs> that's actually really good. I don't remember who said it, but I like scrolled past it on the timeline. I was like, that's pretty funny. I feel like like that that could be a thing. Um, anyway, speaking of Jurassic Park, but yeah, um, anything else, Ty? Um. I will quickly throw out, I also finished uh, Necrobarista and Bioshock 2 uh, this month, and uh, Jess and I just did our new show Game Gabs about Necrobarista, and uh, I use emoji at September for Bioshock 2 stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited okay. for that. We haven't announced uh, the Bioshock 2, or the Bioshock stuff, but uh, eyes emoji. Definitely eyes emoji at Ty. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, very cool. Ty, who do you wanna who do you wanna throw the ball to? Uh, Kayla. Hello. <laughs> um, how, how are you doing, Phoebe? Good. Uh, this is gonna be a really easy segment for me because I honestly haven't been playing that much. Um, wow. I started the month off like. I downloaded, I actually just pulled up my Game Pass or like my my Xbox games library because I went on like this huge indie, like I just downloaded a bunch of indies and I was like, I'm going to play all these indies this month. And then I just like really didn't, honestly. Um, I've just been working and, you know, it's one of those months. I was playing For the King. I made y'all play that with me. We Mm -hmm. streamed it. It's big fun. That's um, on Game Pass, uh, which is, if anybody doesn't know what it is, it's basically like a, it's like D&D, but it's a tabletop like version of it kind of in, in game. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's roguelike in a sense where if you all die, the whole game ends and you have to start from the beginning um but you take turns you roll um not actual dice but like you it'll roll in the game and you can um it'll make decisions whether you pass or fail things like that um it's fun i like it i i hope y'all liked it because i made y'all play it (laughs) i had fun yeah Yeah, Yeah. i liked i liked playing it with people more than i liked playing it by myself Mm -hmm. yeah i honestly i played it by myself one night and i it, I liked it just because I'm an only child and I feel like when I was little I used to do that shit a lot where I'd like play games by myself and that were meant to be played with multiple people and I'd be like oh this is fun wow. um, so I enjoyed playing by myself and like 
controlling all three characters. Yeah. But yeah, I also started Halo because uh, we're all trying to play those... Reasons, 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 reasons. Yeah. And I haven't been really like wanting to get into it like i don't know i only played like two hours of the first campaign and it doesn't it's not like grabbing me so i just need to like rush through it um i've complained about this also and i know it's just like when the game was made and i get it but everybody like praises halo on the gunplay it's bungie you know bungie knows what they're doing but it's like honestly in the first halo the gunplay is not good (laughs) like i don't i'm not having fun with that like there's not even an aim there's no aim down. <laughs> like, what yeah. is going on there? Um, so maybe I'll get over that. Um, I, well, I have to get over it. I'm playing it. Yeah. Okay, well, once and, you, like I said, once you hit like the halfway point, it, it, it turns into a very different game. Yeah. Um, and it gets much better. Okay. Uh, it's a lot more engaging. Um, and yeah, the gunplay. I mean, I think the gunplay is pr- was praised so much because, like, at the time, it was so good. Right. It's um, like. It's, during and the times you know it's going yeah, back wild. to it i don't think that i mean i haven't played it before so this is my first time playing through halo so mm-hmm. i i can't attest to this but i don't feel like uh it really lives up to that hype now like i don't know but yeah like i said i think it's aged like crap yeah um, i think that like okay so i mean this was 19 years ago i'm trying to think about like games that were also shooters that were around this time and the things that pop into my mind are um tomb raider metal gear solid and resident evil and if you think about the gunplay in those games compared to halo uh halo seems like a shining beacon of light yeah well i mean Uh, if you go deeper into like first party or first person shooters too you have like doom and wolfenstein yeah that's true that's true and and golden eye you had that fixed uh, like why our x-axis yeah uh, you want to talk could... about a fucking shooter that does not hold up a uh, golden eye which was such a yeah. bummer for me i like my family was obsessed with golden eye i remember we would all like all four controllers hooked up to the 64 all of us playing it and like i thought that was like the best game and like i remember the shooting being like so much fun and like you could like put on like paintball mode and like golden gun mode and like all like th- those i i love that game so much and then i went back and tried playing it a few years ago and i was like wow this is so bad <laughs> yeah like, just aiming is horrible yeah if y'all wanna if y'all wanna play a good a good shooter that like really feels good y'all know what I'm going to say, pick up Destiny. Uh, that is the best feeling shooter out there. Um, like, there's a lot of DNA <laughs> of Destiny in Halo, though. Like, you can feel it. Um, yeah. You can see, like, where it ended up going and, like, how it gets to, how they got to Destiny. Like, you can feel that in the first Halo. Yeah, for sure. Uh, from, like, a storytelling standpoint and just, like, their environments and, like, even their gunplay. I know you don't, I know it's, like, as good, but like, you can see, the like, the blueprints there. Yeah, you yeah. can. That was something I thought the entire time I was playing Halo. I was like, I can see how Destiny came out of this, and like even with like some of the like the level design and stuff like that, I can mm-hmm. see where other sci-fi games came out of this. Like I could see elements of like Mass Effect in this, oh, you know, sure. like. Um, so that's pretty. That was, it was really cool because I I played Halo this month too for the first time, and I I totally agree with what you're saying, Kayla. Yeah, so I'm gonna push through because I really want to play them all, um, especially because you know before the new one comes out um, in six months because it got delayed. Yeah, um, 
Kayla, yeah. I have to ask you something about Halo. Um, For sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my gamer card right here, and I'm gonna see if you're gonna lose <laughs> your gamer card too. Um, what do you think about Halo's music? Oh, I like it. You don't like it? Everybody says it's so good, but like, why? It is. Why it's is it good. my fucking jungle bongo drums? That's the. It like, just. <laughs> I think it just goes along with the theme of the game. Also, like. I don't again. You know, the it's another of the bungee. game, Jungle Bongo Drums. <laughs> no, no, like <laughs> it. It sounds like know. like like Tomb Raiding music, right? Like it sounds like Tomb Raider or like Donkey Kong Country. It, it sounds like you would be in a jungle. Like yeah. it, like I listen to it. I'm like, why? Why is it like fucking like? I'm sure it gets drums? better. I'm sure the first one's not like the the yeah. pinnacle yeah. of like the, their two music two and three are like the music ones okay. like i think about destiny's music and how good destiny's music is and i'm like i don't destiny's know I, music is fucking amazing destiny yeah. is fantastic music. and like that's kind of what i was expecting is because i like i knew it was bungee i was like oh this is gonna have like some cool like synthy sci-fi ambient like cool like cool music you know and like i think like mass effect and stuff and then like i got to it i'm like why am I listening to like literally it sounds like bongos? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I think there's also like audio glitches in the Master Chief collection for Halo 1 where like the audio just doesn't play. Yeah. Um, when it's supposed to. Because that game is very cool, like way quieter than it should be. Um so yeah. Yeah, when I think, I think about the music though, all I think is the <laughs> I see that to Jessica every time we open the game and she gets very mad at me. So I, I just good. picture I picture the guys in the bathroom vine. Yes. Yeah. Bring us back to simpler times when the memes were just men walking into bathrooms. Not even men, it was boys. It was children walking into bathrooms. Just going, oh, and, oh my god, bring us back to simpler times, please. What's funny, I thought about that the other day, this is like a totally random thing, but I heard uh, like pumped up kicks the other day, and I was like, holy shit, that just seemed like, it was so long ago in such a simpler time. <laughs> That's what it makes me think But anyway, so yeah, that, anyway. I just wanted to ask you about your Halo music take. Yeah, um, okay. I think I think we're gonna, once we get into more, we'll probably like it more, but. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, and I guess also, you probably don't want to talk about Halo 2 in depth. Um, yeah, our right. Opinions. Real quick, For too, sure. Je- Jessica, you, you, we can have Kayla cut this out if you don't want me to drag you on this. Hmm. Um, no, but... keep it in, Kayla. I don't know what it is, but drag me. Okay, <laughs> Kayla, did you know that you play as Master Chief in Halo before you started the game? Wait, wait, what? What did you just ask me? Did you know that you play as Master Chief in Halo before you started the game? Before I started the game? Yeah, like before like before you played the game, did you know that you played the game as Master Chief? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Jessica did not. This wait, no. I'm so sorry. The way you asked that question, I thought it was a trick question. I was like, before I played the game, yeah. I played as Master Chief. And I'm like, but I didn't play you the game knew, yet, so how did I play as Master Chief? <laughs> you knew you played as Master Chief. Yes. Jessica thought Master Chief was your boss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought no. that you were just like a grunt, like, because they're Marines, right? So I thought you were just like this Marine. And I thought that, like, Master Chief was, like, this, like, figure that you... Well, I don't think I don't that's know. a terrible thing to drag Jess for, because some or one of the games you don't play as Master Chief, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right? ODST. Yeah, so like I don't think it. I feel like it's. Oh no, sorry, Reach and maybe ODST. I don't know. But. Yeah, I I forgive you on that because I 
I feel like that's it's understandable because when people talk about Master Chief a lot, I feel like there is a lot of discourse about how like, oh, well, in this game, you weren't playing as Master Chief or you were looking for Master Chief or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. See, and that's what I remember hearing is shit like, oh, you're doing yeah. this for Master Chief or looking for him or whatever. And like, it's- I, I never took Master Chief as being like a Commander Shepard figure, right? Like it didn't sound like people didn't talk about him in the same way that like, oh, as you when you play as Shepard, like I didn't realize that you played as master chief i thought he was just a character it was just so funny like when we start the game because you start the game like waking up from the cryo chamber you see chief in there you wake up from the cryo sleep and like you start controlling him just like wait you play as master chief (laughs) i was like yeah dude (laughs) i had no idea that she didn't know and so like it was such an out of left field question to me um but yeah, I was just curious if you knew that as someone yeah. who had never played Halo. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, Jess. I just On both accounts, Kayla keeps her gamer card today. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> we did it. We did it, y'all. It gets you a five uh, percent discount at gas stations when you buy monsters. Ooh. Or Gonna make me act up. Chad's coming out. <laughs> All right. Um <laughs> the only other game that I've played this month. Probably what I've played the most of, just because it's entertaining, is Fall Guys. Um, Hell yeah! Because I have, like I said, I haven't really been playing a lot of games, but I have found myself like, okay, well, I have a little time right now. I'm going to pump in a few matches, but my bitch ass has still not got a motherfucking crown. Still Damn. to this day, I am, I'm hustling out. Like I have made it to the final round so many times. <laughs> so many times why why it's it's been a sad time i will say mm-hmm. get kayla a crown i want to be the new tim the tat man is that is that the guy tim tim tat man sir sure sure I, I <laughs> sure I, nobody I knows no no yeah well yeah that's me uh get me a crown please who do whom's, do i have to pay for a crown when uh, I don't know. I I can I, uh, I can send you an IRL crown. That's cute. That was really cute. A queen deserves a crown. Oh my god! <laughs> hey queen, you dropped this. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right. Um, yeah. So uh, so I'm good. That that's really what I've played. I will yeah. say, and I guess we'll talk about it in the next segment. But like I uh, I have downloaded a fuck ton of indies i'm gonna get to them i'm gonna play them probably in the next couple days because we have a hurricane coming so i won't be at work it's scary um so yeah ty ty what have you been playing or no ty already talked jess (laughs) it's you what have you been playing uh so i will i will keep mine short fuck the host (laughs) (laughs) fuck Fuck the the dealer (laughs) uh No, I will keep mine short and sweet, um, and then we'll get into the next segment, because I think most of mine have already been talked about. Um, I played Necrobarista, and Ty and I talked about that on a podcast that we did, or not podcast, I'm sorry, um, a stream that we did, um, that the video is being uploaded to YouTube as well. So you can watch that if you want to hear our thoughts on that game. Uh, Overall, I feel like we both had a positive experience with it. Um, I I did like Necrobarista. I think it has a very good story. Uh, the other game I played was Halo, and I kind of already talked about that when when Kayla was sharing, so I won't go too into that either. Um, plus, um, eyes emoji. Um, we might have content later on down the road about the Halo games. 
um, leading up to, to Halo Infinite, whatever that happens. Uh, originally, it was going to be this winter, so um, we were planning on stuff around then, but we'll see. Um, but either way, eyes emoji, look out for that. Uh, I also played Fall Guys, which um, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Kayla, still have not gotten a win yet, but I do really, really enjoy the game. And my question to everybody on the show, because I know that everyone's played it, what's everybody's favorite level on Fall Guys? Because mm, mine is... I like the seesaws. Y'all know I'm you, good yeah. at it. No, you love seesaws. You're a monster and a bad person. <laughs> um, I think mine is uh the hit parade. Mm, okay. What, which one's hit parade? That's like the basic bitch obstacle course one. Mm-hmm. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Is that the that twisty, one. like when you run through and they're like, the platforms oh, are moving in different directions? No, that one's really gig. I also like I, that one, yeah. though. That one's really that fun, one, too. I'm good at that one. Seesaw. Basically, any of the first ones where you qualify, I am like always in the top 10, like mm-hmm. not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but uh, <laughs> I am like yeeting to that finish line. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just like flying through the air, little, that hitting that square button. Yeah. Um, um, I like Dizzy Heights a whole lot. Dizzy Heights is my fave. That one I can usually always get in the top 10-ish. Top 10, top 15, something like that. The cat is rubbing his face on the microphone, so... Bruce uh, is, uh, rubbing his butt on my chair. Nice. <laughs> uh, a lot of rubby animals. The um, animal synergy. Um, my favorite match is Hoopsie Daisy, because I am the hoop mm. god. Yeah, you are really good at Oh, I suck Daisy. at hoops. I I'm suck so, so bad. bad. I'm so fucking good at it. Yeah, no, Andrew's like actually very good at that one. It's kind of weird. <laughs> he's he's a hoop god. I'm the hoop god. Um, yeah, uh, Dizzy Heights is really fun. I also like I love the obstacle one. I like the one with the doors too. I know mm, that's the probably... doors one is pretty good. I I also yeah. don't mind Gate Crashers. I like Gate Crashers a lot. Oh, Gate Crashers is fun too. I feel like the the door one and Gate Crashers I can win those ones pretty easy too. Um. My least favorite is fucking slime climb, but I think that yeah, that's like fuck the popular slime climb. opinion. Oh yeah, fuck slime climb. Okay, apparently not climb. because I got ratioed to hell for saying that slime climb was the worst. Really? Dumb. Yeah, it brought out. Oh like, yeah, the social Darwinism fucking came out. <laughs> yeah, God, people. I don't know, gamers, man. Last month, I feel like we've just gotten like a few different like poster fucking articles we put out and people have just been huge dicks and i'm i'm over it so like i'm not even uh, bothered i was just like shocked by like people were really ready to like fucking <laughs> duel to the death get over, good over fucking slime climb and i was like yeah all right um so so moving on from fall guys though i think fall guys is a really fun game um Moving away from Fall Guys, though, um, I the only other game that I've I've really played, I think, this month is Alan Wake for the first time. Um, I played Alan Wake, and I played um, American Nightmare, or at least the the first like probably a little over a third of it. Um, oh yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, and with with American Nightmare, I'm debating if I want to continue. I st- I started playing it for an article that I was writing, and I think I've played. God, I feel like some. Well, actually, no, everybody listens to this. It's cool. You guys get it. I would say, like, somebody's be like, you didn't even finish the game. But <laughs> um, I played, like, the first third of it, and I feel like I got what I needed from it for that article. Um, 
And uh, honestly, American Nightmare does does not, in my opinion, hold up compared to the original game. Uh, it's it's fine, it's fine, but it's just like I don't know. First game is significantly better. Um, but I played Alan Wake, and the reason I played it is because, um, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, soon uh, in our segment about what we're excited for. Uh, Control is getting. Uh, it's called the AWE or Awe expansion, but. People are thinking it stands for stands for uh, Alan Wake expansion because Alan Wake so, is going to be in it. Uh, he's part of like kind of like this expanded universe that Remedy is creating. Um, real quick, so A W E in Control stands for Altered World Event. Oh, um, so okay. So it okay. just happens to also be the abbreviation for Alan Wake expansion. Mm, um, so mm. like there is a reason why, like in game reason why it would be called that. Um, okay. So yeah. Okay, Just cool. To put that in there real quick. No, I appreciate that because I did not know. Um, so yeah, I figured um, I would play Alan Wake, and uh, and then I think Control is going to be one of the next games that I play because I wanted to play some Remedy yes. games. Um, yeah, yeah, and I loved Alan Wake actually. It's it, it suffers from the same like problematic like brown haired male protagonist shit um, that like all of these games suffer from, right? Like uncharted and, and all of it like all of these have like games that are just like little hints of like sexism right like i i feel like um in alan wake there's literally a part where he's he's a writer and he like goes onto a talk show and he just like talks about how he fridges all the women in his books and like and then what's funny too is like literally in alan wake it, his his wife is basically fridged as well like so there's there's a lot of like that sort of treatment towards women um and just kind of like i i guess the thing that i'm glad that they didn't do is they didn't lean into like, but all of this was in your head because you're crazy. Cause I, I almost felt like that was where they were going to go. And that's like a very tired thing as well. Um, but they did not, but it just has like, there's like some problematic stances in the game, but overall I had a great time. The gameplay is super fun. The story is really fun and engaging. I loved all of the night spring stuff. Um, and I, I know they kind of do that in control too, right? Where like, you find the TVs and like you can play like the real actors, like the weird cutscenes that are in those remedy games that are really cool. Yeah. You see, um, that's like your, like how you're, how you talk to Casper Darling. Yeah. Um, is through the, is through the, t like his recordings of like his like log essentially. Yeah. It's so. like Remedy has like, it's a very stylish studio. Like I feel like, oh, um, yeah. yeah, like they. Qu Quantum Break did the same thing. Yeah. It's like they're, they're very. Quantum Break has the last live action TV episodes. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. Control and uh, Alan Wake are. Um, no, no, no. Time means like they actually had like a TV show. Yeah. No, oh. they were, they had like 30 minute episodes in between like parts of the game oh shit no i didn't know that yeah like these because these yeah. they would have tv episodes but they were like i don't know three minutes you know where you yeah just no they're TV. like full like length tv, TV episodes <laughs> that's crazy um but yeah no remedy like i feel like they definitely have like their signature that they slap on their games from what i've seen so far yeah um and so i'm At excited to kind of go post alan wake yeah 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 um so i'm kind of i'm excited to like play control i'll probably play quantum i heard that quantum break actually was like a decent game it just kind of came out at a weird time so it was overlooked and it had some wasn't it a little like glitchy at launch or something yeah it was glitchy it also the, the install size on it is massive and it was mm -hmm. a launch game on the xbox one mm -hmm. um so mm -hmm. it was competing against something like sunset overdrive um which is just more accessible yeah um, also um, apparently the live action like tv episodes while an interesting idea were not implemented like super well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I've heard it's worth playing, but just like it's, it's like go into it with tempered expectations if you like Alan Wake and Control. Yeah, yeah, I'll uh, I'll have to check that out. But um, yeah, so I'm just I'm just I played through Alan Wake, liked it. Um, I think that it's also because that originally came out on 360, right? Yeah. Um, and like it's just been polished up a little bit for the version. Or no, or is is it just the is it remastered? No. No, so yeah, it's not even remastered. And like I remember yeah. playing that on like I just recently played it, and it looks really good for a 360 game. Like it's yeah. it's very very good looking. Um, yeah. so that was that was pretty impressive, and overall had a good experience with it. But um, yeah, I, I think that does it for us talking about the games that we've been playing. That's kind of like our our August recap. So um, the next thing I'm going to do is just kind of open the floor. We don't have to really like go around in a circle or whatever. Um, and just talk about some things that we're excited for. I know uh, Andrew and I both talked about how we're um, excited for that control expansion. Yeah. Um, I, so uh, yeah, like I let's segment or let's spin off that really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm pumped for it. Um, I, it's because like I didn't buy the foundation until like now. Um, because i was like control school like i like that world but uh i just for, kind of like forgot about the expansions but then like they did the uh alan wake reveal at the state of play i think yeah. and i was like oh fuck and i love alan wake um so i was like okay gotta get foundation gotta play awe um gotta get back in that world and yeah it's um it's cool being that back there and it was cool watching jess play uh alan wake knowing that it was connected to the control universe because like I was sitting there and I was texting Moises and I was like, yo, remember this part in Alan Wake? He's like, yeah. I was like, but what about this like tie into control? And he's like, yeah. Like I was thinking the same thing. Cause like, yeah, cause he's Moises and he's like way smarter than I am. Um, but yeah, just like picking up those little pieces here and there of like how these are connected when Alan Wake wasn't, uh, or like control wasn't a thing yet, and they kind of took all these things from Alan Wake. We're like, okay, this is what this actually was. So I'm really excited to see how he comes into the expansion. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to to see all that too. It's just kind of cool to see. Like I don't know, I feel like a, I feel like such a a nerd saying it, but like I don't know, seeing expanded universes kind of come to games. And actually, um, on Paste, uh, Waverly. Um, one of one of our Twitter pals uh, wrote this really good article. It's called uh, "The Lake and the Ocean on Remedy and Expanded Universes," and it kind of just talks about like I guess like the pros and cons because um, you know like expanded universes allow for it's kind of like like in comics and stuff like that, right? Like it allows for like more like spinoffs and and like fan fictiony fan fictiony feeling things um, where like you can just kind of explore like a certain thing that people seem interested in. Um, and you can kind of use like what, what people seem to respond to, to kind of choose the direction that you go in. But at the same time uh, it can be kind of like, it can feel like a cash grab. Um, it can feel like everything is interdependent and um, turn off people from playing uh, because they feel like they're missing chunks of the story kind of also like how comic books are. Um, and like even the comic book universes. Um, but it was a really interesting article. Um, and yeah, with, with Remedy, I'm kind of excited to see see what they do and see how it feels. So I'm yeah. jumping in on that universe now, um, I guess. It's a fun ride. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It is so, I mean, we have we have Crash coming out here soon. I'm really excited for Crash. It comes out October 2nd. Um, yeah. I'm stoked for Crash 4. I'm trying to think of other things coming out. There's a lot of sports games I... coming out. <laughs> 
So a game that already came out and um, I, for some reason, I guess I've just been behind on some news and stuff. I knew that Spirit Fair dropped. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was just on like Switch or something though. And I had heard somebody say it was coming to Game Pass soon. So I didn't even check, but I was looking at Game Pass today. Spirit Fair is on there. So I just downloaded mm-hmm. it. It just finished. So I'm super excited to play that because I played it at PAX with um, Ty told me to play it. And I fell so in love with this game and I'm so excited to play it. Um, Yeah, that's what I'm going to play. And what I'm excited to play. I started playing it 20 minutes before this podcast recording. Yeah. And I think it's super cute. I really like it. Yeah, I'm also definitely excited for Spiritfarer. I'm also excited. I'm going to start carrying soon. Um, oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I downloaded that as well. Y'all should... S- I'm about to send y'all a picture of my games library. It's basically it. every indie game on Game Pass. And let me tell you, there's a lot. And there's a lot of really good ones. Mm-hmm. So if you have Game Pass and you're not taking advantage of that, what are you doing? Game hey, Pass. Kayla, oh, go real ahead. Real quick. Is Final Fantasy IX on your list? No. I think Final Fantasy IX is an indie, Andrew. Nope, I'm just saying, if you, when we want to talk about the value of Game Pass, if you don't have Final Fantasy IX downloaded, you are not taking full advantage of the value of Game Pass. Listen, I <laughs> I tried with that Final Fantasy remake. I don't know if Final Fantasy is for me. Like, I'll try, but... That's fine. That's all I need. Honest effort, like Ty did. Um, it's Honestly, it's like... It's a really fucking good time for indies, um, especially yeah. with like uh, with the Switch and with Game Pass. Um, I feel like it's making indies more accessible um, and in the mainstream, like more so than ever. Um, Game Pass is like also the best that deal. Black Lives Matter itch bundle. Yeah, yeah, that was like also huge too. Like it's, I feel like it's a very very good time for indies. Um, yep. Like we just had the Indie World uh, Nintendo Direct. And which was like, awesome by the way whole, yeah it was amazing like i'm just looking at the list right now of like the games um like like these are all games i'm excited for um either some of them have come out some of them haven't yet some of them don't have announcement days or dates but like evergate spirit fair um boyfriend dungeon uh hades uh Maneko's yes. night market uh takashi and hiroshi eastward um God, like, yeah, just there's, oh, She Dreams Elsewhere. Like, that also looks good. Oh, Roki was another one, too. Like, literally, like, there are so many good indie games right now. Torchlight um, 3 is coming, and I'm stoked about that. Yeah, like, it's just so good. Um, yeah. I mean, Baldur's Gate 3 is technically an indie game, too, and, like, that's going to be huge next month. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I forgot that that was coming out next month. Yeah, like, there's a lot coming out right now, and, like, Nintendo's done a great job of highlighting indies in their own directs, and I know, like, the YouTube chat is always like, where's the new Smash character, because people are really, really, really dumb, Yeah. Um, but, like, people are paying attention to Nintendo right now, and they're using their platform to elevate indies in a really great way, Um, like, getting the first, uh, like, platform, or console access to Hades, and... Like I mean, super super giant like is a big indie studio. Like they're 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 popular mm-hmm. um, with like more hardcore gamers. But like still, like Nintendo highlighting it, like that's huge. That's a big deal. Um, and the fact that Nintendo was able to grab that announcement about it coming to console is, is great. 
Yeah, I think that's actually, I- like, I'm glad that you kind of talked about this and, like, people asking for Smash and shit like that. I'm so, like, there are so many people who are like, what's Nintendo? Like, what are, what, like, what are they going to do? They haven't announced anything for the rest of the year. Like, there's, like, this weird, like, I don't know. It's it's like if they're not working on, the, like, the newest AAA title, like, what's the value there? Um, but, like, with Nintendo's, like, how much they've been focusing on indies and everything they're constantly bringing over to the Switch. Like, the Switch for me is, like, an indie machine. Like, I just yeah. recently bought, like, a whole, like, I spent, like, probably 70 bucks and it's got a whole bunch of different indie games. Oh, a short hike, too, that just, like, came on there for eight bucks. So, like, that's going to be something that I pick up. Um because even like and, and a lot of these you can play on Game Pass, but I also do like playing games on the Switch a lot. I think Spirit Fair is the only one of those that came to Game Pass. I think a short hike was too, wasn't it? It was on. It's only on PC. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I don't know why I was yeah. thinking that then, but yeah, it's like eight bucks on Switch, so I'm gonna pick it up. Um, yeah. I know but Alex yeah. Manikin from OK Beast like loves a short hike, so that's been on my radar for a while. So the fact that it's coming to Switch, I'm really excited about. Yeah, no, there's a there's a lot of people who um, whose opinion I trust a lot on uh, like just like different games and indies and stuff who really liked a short hike. So yeah, um, yeah, there's so many good indies right now. Um, and speaking of uh, Super Giant, I think also another game I'll be playing soon is Transistor. Um, I might be writing a piece for it over on Haste, maybe potentially depending upon some things. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start playing that. Um. Yeah. I'm excited for Tony Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh yeah, me um, too. Like in my mind all summer I've been like, oh it comes out beginning of August. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And then I remind myself, no, it's actually September, and then I forget again. And so mm. it's been a very long summer of me thinking it's getting closer and closer, but it's finally close. It's like in a couple weeks. Yeah. Or like mm. a week and a half. And now that I have my copy of Avengers, because it, it comes out <laughs> the same day as Tony Hawk, like I I wasn't planning on buying Avengers anyway. Um but now I'm just like getting Tony Hawk. I've got Avengers. The first three seasons uh, or the first three episodes of season two of The Boys drops that day. Like this will be a good <laughs> fucking day for Andrew. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna be gaming and watching The Boys. Just doing uh, boy stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna drink a bu- <laughs> I'm gonna drink a bunch of Mountain Dew and play Tony Hawk in my Hell underwear. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be fucking rad. There was like some sort of like Tony Hawk campaign thing where you could like win a copy of the game. Like it was like tied in with like Taco Bell. Chipotle. Or Ch- oh, Chipotle. Chipotle. I, was, I knew it was a burrito yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, you could you could go to Chipotle and they would give you a, a code for the for the warehouse demo without having to pre order it. Ah, okay, that's what it was. Yeah. So I haven't played the warehouse demo because I don't. I haven't pre ordered it. And I probably won't. But I've seen gameplay yeah. of it. It looks. I mean, it looks like the warehouse. It looks sick. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited for yeah. for Tony Hawk also. It, that probably seems like a weird uh, a weird thing for me, but I actually really like the Tony Hawk games. They're fun. One v one me and horse coward. <laughs> oh, I remember horse. I sucked at it. It's super uh, fun. There's also the one like graffiti or whatever, where like you try to do the most like the highest trick point mm-hmm. or combo off of a specific object and be, like you claimed it. That was I like graffiti a lot. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I, I don't dog. know. Is, is, uh, does anybody else have, have any that they're really excited for? I feel like I did, but again, my brain cells have a... They're, they're clocked out for the evening, so... They're on strike. They're not even on strike, they're just unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, we've gone a little over an hour on this, guys, so we can we can just call it a night. Um, either way, lots of cool games that we played and lots of cool things coming up. Um, this will kind of be... 
the format for, like I said, the second episode of Pound Around each month. Let's talk about games that we played. Um, so if that's something you're into, if you listen to all this and you're like, ah, oh, that was really cool. Um, second episode each month. Um, next episode we do, it'll be back to normal, talk, talking about um, a random topic in the industry with some guests. Um, but that's going to do us for tonight. So Ty, where can people find you? I can find me on Twitter at ty underscore g and eight hours. Perfect. And where can people find you, Andrew? Uh, LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> no, you can find me on Twitter dot com slash cogs the well. C o g s t h e w e l l. Do not cut me off. <laughs> I have the least amount of followers here. I need all that help I can fucking get. Uh, everybody follow Andrew on Twitter. He's very funny. No, fuck no. <laughs> shit, uh, Kayla. <laughs> Kayla is hitting the block button right now. <laughs> As we um, speak. <laughs> uh, Kayla, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at OA Kayla. That's me doing the things. <laughs> and you can find me at just Jess is fine over on Twitter and Instagram. Palin Around is a product of Uppercut, which you can find on all social media at Uppercut Crit and UppercutCrit.com. If you'd like to hang out with the Uppercut crew, feel free to join our Discord. As always, the link is in the episode description. If you like the show, be sure to rate it and review it on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you just can't get enough, you can head over to patreon.com slash uppercut crit and Toss a few bucks our way to get it early or even get your name right at the end, just like these folks here. Um, and here are our producers. Uh, we have Dale. We have Chris Egerton. We have Jesse Vitelli, Eric Sapp, Javi Gwaltney, GameCrash.com, Adept777, Tyler McCall, Optional Objectives, Michael Diaz Suarez. Sorry, it always cuts that one off. Uh, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, Eric Jin. Eli Berg Moss, Adrian A. Rock Williams, Matthew Flowers, Andrew Sherman, Colton Crow, Sean Martin, Jesse Peterson, Numer Osman El Amin, Jared Shu, DJ Kento, Cam Koenig, Quinton Hoffman, Abnormal Mapping, and last but not least, good old Mikey Phillips. Uh, thank you all so much for your generosity, and thank you, listener, for palling around with us. Bye, everyone. Mm-hmm.